Okay, so it's um, getting into August here on my world trip. So I started in uh, the middle of May, and I've been traveling for about two and a half months now. So I think I uh, was starting to, to figure it out a little bit, or at least just getting in the swing of it. And uh, I was uh, going through the Alps, just uh, hiking and going to different regions because I was supposed to climb the Matterhorn, but they had a big rock fall, and so. Uh, they shut it down, and then the my guide, the guy who was going to guide me up, it, he had other uh, clients and things already scheduled, so uh, sort of shut that down. And um, but anyway, I uh, just you know went to different regions of the Alps, and I think where I left off uh, last, I was just I had just been in the Julian Alps in uh, Slovenia. So uh, here we are, uh, August first. Watching French Kiss with Meg Ryan, Kevin Klein in Germany. I'm thinking if I watch enough German TV, I'll just start speaking German. Still having fun speaking both speaking a little German with the locals. I am getting better. I'm in Heiligen Glut, Heiligen Blut in the Hoya Toyern National Park, Austria. Another beautiful mountain town, less touristy than Switzerland. Staying at a very nice pension, my own room. Forget the name, but great view of the valley, flowers, and balcony. Flowers on the balcony. Very nice. Love all the gardens here. Off for some hiking tomorrow. Forgot to mention Paulina and Simona from Starfuzina. Took us to the lake. Very nice. Paulina runs the pension. Looking forward to seeing everyone at Matt's wedding. A little lonely. Great banana split today. Had fresh strawberries, apricots, and uh, a banana. <laughs> August 2nd through August 6th. On the 2nd and 3rd, went hiking around the Grossglockner. Stayed at Salm Huta. Had some time when I arrived, so explored by the river and laid down and watched the clouds. Thought more about the solar idea. It's a great idea. Must be a reason why no one has done it yet. The second day was even prettier. Lots of cool rocks, quartz, etc. Great waterfall with a swimming hole. Saw a frog and had a section that was so green with pine trees like you see in Tahoe. First time I've seen those here. The third was a nine-hour hike. Stayed at the Brandstatter again and talked Deutsch to the old lady who runs the place. Some looks she gave me were classic, like what just came out of your mouth. My, mein Deutsch ist nicht so gut. However, it is fun to practice, and I am getting a little better. Got into Salzburg on the 4th and started partying at 6 p.m. at the youth hostel there. There are more travelers here than I have seen anywhere yet. I had a feeling that I was off the beaten track, and this confirms it. Turned into one of those uh, dancing on the tables parties. I was really hungover for the first time on this trip. Uh, didn't drink a lot, but I did not eat dinner, and I was dehydrated to start. Uh, it is ungodly hot here. The, the heat wave continues. I had heard from Andre Schwager, I think he's from Salzburg, that it is the prettiest city in Europe. That is hard to say. There are so many, but it is very nice. Small, nice streets, old, um, 
well-kept buildings, domes, castles on the hill, river running through it. At night, I went to the city center and watched an opera on the big screen. They have a festival, and they have set up this big screen. They have very, they have many outdoor cafes, and everyone drinks a beer or a glass of wine. That was nice, and it was finally cool. One nice Italian couple made me have a glass of their wine at dinner, which was very cool. Visited all the Mozart stuff. Mozart is from Salzburg. Uh, Mozart is from Salzburg? See, you'd, um, gee, you'd never have guessed. You have to come here to get that joke. Off to London tonight. Hope it's cooler. Hope I can find a nice suit, too. So that Hoya Teuern region in Austria was really pretty. I enjoyed um, hiking in that region. Um, there's a, a mountain there called the Gross Glockner. Gl- I'm not sure what Glockner means, but Gross is big. <laughs> but it, it's a really nice peak, um, pointy, stands out. <laughs> Snow on top, probably a glacier up there a little bit. Some Some tiny glacier left. Um, and I did some uh, hut-to-hut hiking there too, like I had been in the other regions. And uh, I remember busing it there. You had to go over a big pass, if I remember correctly. And um, you come into this this little village um, up in the mountains there, really idyllic. And there were tourists there, I remember, but not that many. And um, it was a nice little valley there, and I stayed in this... Uh, pension so someone's house and they if I remember they had you know the typical wood um, homes that you would see in the Alps with little gardens and um, lots of green greenery and flowers I remember in the room I stayed in um, there was a little flower box on the balcony and it had all these flowers and you know you'd see that in all these um, these homes and there was an old woman who ran the place and I tried to speak German to her and it was, I think, kind of comical because I think she was like, you know, I'm sure I was saying many strange things. Um, but uh, at any rate, I, I remember I would I just walked the next day from that youth hostel I, or pension. I left all my gear in there um, except for a small backpack. And uh, I remember walking, um, it was sort of in the valley floor and then you you go up into the mountains and it was i think pretty much like a half day 5 hour hike and i remember you went up a pass and you got on the back side of this pass and you could you you sort of walk on the traverse if you will for a, a while so you were really high up and you had views of really beautiful mountains and then it, then you drop down into a um sort of a uh not really a valley but a a de- depression if you, in the mountains so you're still up high it was a lot of rock and and, the, and a lot of um, snow melt and little little creeks running around and there was a, a hut there and that's where I, I spent the night and uh, I had some time so I could just lay down and near the creek and you know listen to the the gurgling of the creek and look up into the sky at the clouds and just just think you know one of those um, moments in life where time actually slows down you don't have anything on your to-do list or whatever so it was nice and a really gorgeous sunset i've got some great pictures of the pink sky and the moon and the stars coming out and um yeah then the next day was a long hike nine hours um 
and I, uh, you know, went over probably a, a few more passes and, and I remember this area where there were a lot of, uh, pine trees, um, kind of like a little forest of pine trees, which you wouldn't see much in the Alps. So it was, um, noticeable and, um, you know, passing waterfalls and, uh, I remember passing lots of hikers and, you know, everybody says hello to one another, you know, V Gates or uh, Chus or I forget what how they say, uh, uh, Guten Tag or whatever it is. And um, I remember being pretty darn, pretty darn tired at the end of that hike. That was a long hike. I remember getting back to that, what had been the start of the hike two days before, just pretty much exhausted and then getting back to that um that uh, pension. And so then I busted to uh, Salzburg. I, I'd heard there was a neighbor when I grew up, a uh, guy I played baseball with Greg Schwager, and I actually ended up working for his father, my first job out of college. Uh, his dad, um, Andre Schwager, had uh, been a, an exec at uh, Hewlett Packard and started a, a startup called NetLabs. And he and his wife, Rosalie Bonaro, who had been the VP of marketing at Silicon Graphics, you know, just kind of interesting. Anyway, um, I remember him talking about uh, Salzburg, and I believe he was from Salzburg, and he was saying it was the prettiest city in Europe, which which, as if you've been to Europe, you realize that's kind of a ridiculous claim. They're all pretty much very pretty, and they all kind of look the same you know, in a way. Uh, you know, as I described it, you know, churches, spires, domes, castle on the hill, river running through it. That's like pretty much every city in Europe. But it is very pretty, and and so I remember getting into um, into Salzburg and a cool little youth hostel. It was like a party, like this wood paneled room, and and uh, the beers were flowing, and it's just this big buzz. You know, everybody was talking and getting to know each other, and everybody's planning their their adventures in Salzburg because there's tons to do uh, on the backpacker circuit there. So there's just a lot of great energy. And um, definitely paid the price for it, I guess, the next day. But uh, I remember, you know, there was like you could go to the beer gardens and they had the uh, Sound of Music um, tour, which cracked me up that there was such a thing. But all the women were doing it and um, some guys who had no uh, self-respect. Just kidding. And um, they, you know, they would take you to the different areas where the Sound of Music was filmed, the different um, locations of the film, you know, where they filmed it and um i i i wanted to go back and start my own sound of music um tour for the guys it could be like a a bus with a keg and um i i forget what i there was more to the story but i i guess it would have been when the women go out and and you know look at where they filmed what's her name julie andrews um singing or something you know the guys could play like drinking games or something but uh, anyway, not sure that would work. But uh, yeah, but Salzburg is all about Mozart. Mozart was uh, from Salzburg, and every place there is like Mozart this, Mozart that. But the, they um, they have it's a huge music, classical music center, and they have this great little center in town where they have this big uh, uh, fountain and a square, and um, people would walk into that area in the evening. Um, dressed up like you know in traditional dress sometimes or just tuxedos or nice suits and and um they'd be going to a uh, concert so you got the sense there were several concerts and then they even they televised it on this big screen in the square so if you didn't have tickets um you could just sit out there and have a glass of wine or a beer and it was just really cool and i remember thinking man um i i would like to come back there if i ever got married or or uh, had a girlfriend or something and, and do that. I, I just was so romantic and um, it just, I don't know, just really neat. 
and it, and it was so hot at this, uh, I don't know, uh, during the summer, on record one of the hottest, and, and, and the heat continued. And um, uh, so the, the next thing I did was my buddy from college, one of my pledge brothers, Matt McAllister, was getting married in London. And so in the middle of my world trip and I'm in the Alps, um, I just cut it short. And uh, I remember getting on a plane like an easy jet or something like that. I remember walking out at the, the tarmac in um, Salzburg, getting on this plane. It was hot and uh, flying off to uh, London and hoping that uh, might be a little cooler. But uh, so off to London. August 7th through August 11th. The joys of travel. It is 100 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm waiting for my bus to Stansted Airport. And the goddamn fast food joint doesn't sell cold drinks. The Coke machine is sold out too. Lovely, as the Brits would say. Yesterday was the hottest day on record in Great Britain. 100 degrees Fahrenheit. The wedding was great. I got my suit on Thursday morning at Moss Bros in Covenant Garden for 35 pounds. It was gray and fit perfectly, worked out well. Spent the day walking around London, Trafalgar, Buckingham Palace, Parliament, the Eye, etc. And then hang out with Matt, Jessica, her sister Rachel, and her mom Penny. Jessica was putting feathers on the wedding programs. They both seemed pretty relaxed. Next day, went with Jay and Allie to uh, Windsor on a boat cruise up the, fresh, up the Freshwater River Thames. Had a get-together the night before at a pub near Taplow House, where everyone stayed. Good to see everyone. Scott, Julie, people I had not seen since college like Forrest. Saturday was the big day. Started out not too good with a sticky, hot, hour-long bus ride to the church. But the church was very nice, and the ceremony was beautiful. Jessica had a great dress. Then back to Taplow House on red double-decker bus. And the party began. It was one hell of a party. The speeches were all good. George, Jessica's dad, had a great speech, the best I have heard. Turns out his wife wrote it for him. <laughs> We danced like mad. It was a ton of fun. Matt's bros are crazy, especially Mitch. I sat at the singles table, and we had a blast. Mitch had everyone in stitches. Hooked up with one of the bridesmaids, Nina, nice English girl. Mitch and Tobin did the same. Well, not with Nina. Mike was saying, we came and pillaged. But I think we had less say in the situation than we gave ourselves than we gave ourselves credit for. I think they divvied us up ahead of time. Sunday was spent recovering and returning the suit. A three-hour process on hot trains, hottest day ever. Great spontaneous party as well. I think the alcohol was still in our system from the previous night. Eight eleven through eight fourteen. Hanging in Salzburg. It was the hottest day ever in Austria yesterday. Today is cooler. Walked around at night again. A lot of men and women are walking around in tuxes, suits, and evening gowns, going to a symphony. They have one of those fountains which shoots up water from the street, and all the kids uh, love to run in on the way into town. 
It was funny to see the boys getting soaked and the girls run through, uh, but avoid the water. But then the next day, I saw the girls getting wet too. I thought this showed the difference between girls and boys, but I guess not. (laughs) Off to a music festival today. Also working on next career as well. August 15th. The music festival was a ton of fun. The Frequency Festival. 40,000 people were there, and that was just the first day of the two. I went with two guys from the hostel, Andy from Australia and Liam from Canada. Both really cool guys. Younger than me, but that is how it is on the road. We talked with some cute Austrians. I talked some Deutsch. For example, this girl asked for my empty cup, and I could ask her why she wanted it. (laughs) Man, there were some cuties there. Uh, there were tons of people camping, just like like Woodstock. They had two stages, and we saw about six bands between the two. On the alternative stage, uh, we enjoyed this beautiful girl singing and dancing, then uh, a Tom Jones sound-alike. Andy and Liam were going on about how the lead singer was a porn star, and Liam told uh, this Austrian girl, After watching him for a few minutes, she turned to us and said she was horny. (laughs) We cracked up. I don't think she realized that is not really what we say in English. Tahiti 80 was also good. On the main stage, we saw a German punk band, Heather Nova and Travis. In Vienna today, sitting at a cafe trying to decide whether to try for the Matterhorn with a local um, guide or the guide Freddie recommended. I could go sooner with the local guide but I think the experience would be better with the guide Freddie recommended. I am so tired of youth hostels. The one in Salzburg was great, but this one is not nice. The room is a mess and some smelly guy is sleeping at four in the afternoon. My mission for the rest of the day is to stay out of that room until late at night. Would be nice to find a nice one room pension when I get to Spain or if I go to Northern Italy. August 16th, whoo, big sightseeing day in Vienna. I am having a beer at 9.30 p.m. right under the big cathedral in the center of town. Very cool. They have a big boulevard, as it seems most big Euro cities do, and they have all of the street performers, the portrait painters, the magic juggler guy, the guy blowing up balloons for the kids, and dot, 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 of course, the Bolivian or Peruvian flute players. These guys are all over the place. People are really enjoying all of this now. Lots of people walking about. So many beautiful women. Wow. Started at the cathedral this morning, then to the big street with all of the big important buildings, went to the museum, which has all of the Holy Roman Empire relics. Very cool. Basically, an Austrian or German king declared the um, continuation of the Roman Empire about 400 years after it had ended in the 4th century. Then, since it was competitive with the Pope, he added holy to make it sound like you could not argue against its legitimacy. There was nothing holy or Roman about it. But they did have some really cool crowns, swords, robes, orbs, etc., Walked all over, went to the opera house, and learned that we bombed it in World War II. The tour guide seemed to take great pains to point this out over and over and over again. Walked across the city to the Ferris wheel. Mom said uh, a guy uh, who built it in, uh, lives in Reno, lived in Reno or Sparks. Had a sucre tort, which Julie said I must get, and have been reading War and Peace. 
Thought I'd get a nice quick read. Notice something very interesting here. A ton of Arab women in their robes and headscarves. They are all over here. It is odd. Off to Zermatt tomorrow to attempt their Matterhorn. Yeah, baby. So, um, a lot going on there in the uh, Alps uh, portion of my trip. Uh, so, let's see. So, I had been in Austria doing some hut to hut. Then I got to Salzburg and started to really enjoy that city. And then it was off to London. So, a slight um, break in my trip. But it was really a cool little break. Um, my buddy Matt McAllister, and I, I had known Matt since high school actually. Matt and I played water polo. He played for a different high school than I did. But there was like a, a uh, kind of a Bay Area team that we played on together. And I met him there. And uh, Matt was a really good water polo player. He played at uh, UCLA for about a year. He, he just got tired of it. And then we were um, fraternity uh, brothers. We were actually pledge brothers. And... Um, and so um, when I actually had uh, been to Europe, Matt moved to London um, maybe five years prior. And I, I went over there and visited him when I did that oat route uh, my first time to Europe. And, um, and uh, anyway, uh, in the middle of that trip, um, I first met Matt in uh, London, you know, visited him there. And then I went off and did my, my ski touring and everything and came back and, and met him again in um, – in Paris, we actually met there in Paris for the weekend, which was great. And in between the time I had met Matt in London, and then I saw him again in Paris, he had met this woman, Jessica. And Jessica actually came out and visited Matt in Paris at the end of my visit with him. And I met her there for like one night. And we went to dinner and everything, and she seemed really nice. Anyway, three years later, Matt's getting married to Jessica. So um, yeah, so I flew out to London. And uh, it was really hot. Like I mentioned, it was like the hottest ever in, in London. I remember they like shut down the trains one day because the tracks, um, you know, they're not, you know, they don't melt, but they, you know, they soften up or move and it's not safe. So it was that, lit, it was that hot. But um, yeah, great time. I mean, I, I got this suit. I rented this suit, and it was funny. Everybody was like, man, that suit really fits you well, which made me think I'd never had a suit that ever fit me well, or I don't know what it was. Maybe all the hiking and everything, I lost a little weight. But uh, it was really pretty wedding, um, and they had this great um, house, uh, like kind of a castle. Not a castle, but this big old you know, rich person's house that they took over for the weekend. And we stayed there um, the night of the wedding and the night after, and um that's where the reception was and um and uh anyway another thing i should add my really good other friends from you know matt's friends of course uh from college also some of our uh pledge brothers we so some of matt's high school friends and then matt had like four brothers three brothers and then um uh our our pledge bros uh scott blocker and jay bear and um and they and their wives Julie Blocker and Allie Bear and uh it was really great to see everybody and we hung out and went for like a day trip on the uh, freshwater river Thames and it flows past uh, uh the Windsor Castle and just hung out in Windsor and had a good time and um but the wedding was a ton of fun I mean we just went crazy at this Taplow house and 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 Jessica had some girlfriends who were you know they had all I think decided like which one of us they wanted like before the the whole thing even happened. It was pretty clear. 
But hey, that was fine with us. And um, and uh, yeah, and then you know, two days later, then I'm back in um, in uh, um, Salzburg, and um, so I went out, you know, enjoyed the nights in Salzburg more with the the music and at that square with the fountain, and um, then I went to. Um, Oh, we went to the music. I met these guys from the youth hostel. We went to this uh, this big outdoor music festival where there are like forty thousand people and all these tents and everything. And we had a great time there. Um, and then it was um, then I went to Vienna and um, did the usual thing that you know the seeing all the the buildings and everything and um, the museum and the you know the statues of a of a guy on a horse who's with a sword over his head you know the typical thing and um yeah but vienna was you know a big old walking street you know cathedral and i remember sitting out at the end of that long day sitting out under that cathedral which is really neat because it's a beautiful cathedral and it has these tile the tile roof which is unusual it had patterns which you don't really see much on these cathedrals. But I remember there was a bachelorette party um, going on right next to me, and there was these street performers, and this guy was singing songs, and he was singing When the Lion Sleeps the Night, and all the girls were, you know, the woman had the um, the obligatory uh, veil with the penis, you know, sticking out of it, out of the top of it, and uh, <laughs> the usual stuff. But these girls singing to the top of their lungs to The Lion Sleeps the Night, and... Um, yeah, and then I think what had happened is uh, Freddie had contacted me on email and told me that I should consider, you know, the, the Matterhorn had opened up again and that I should consider going for it. And, uh, you know, he gave me a recommendation of a guide or I could just get a local guide. And um, I think what happened is it was either in Vienna or I was back at Innsbruck or, Innsbruck or something, but I I decided, yeah, to do it. And uh, I was uh, I was getting – I was pretty excited about it. It had been a while since we'd done the climbing, but uh, – yeah, anyway, off to the next, uh, back to uh, Zermatt.